In this episode, Kyle wears a cooking dress and provides questionable guidance on making salsa. It might be advisable to take notes from the perspective of what not to do. Welcome to Sorta Awesome Plus. It is a collection of unscripted and barely edited conversations about things that may or may not matter but that are often quite entertaining and sometimes mildly offensive. This content is shared in bulk with the Sorta Awesome superstars and occasionally with the rest of the awesome community. In this way, it is much like Sorta Awesome's Weird Uncle. We're cautious about which friends we let meet him, but we can't prevent him from showing up at family events. Hello. Hello. Hello, Chef Kyle. Top Chef, Master Chef. Caught me off guard. I forgot I was wearing my cooking dress. <laughs> it makes me feel pretty. I got that apron years ago, and you immediately were like, oh, no, this is mine. That I will take this. I feel like from a man's perspective, it's a little bit assy. And so <laughs> that fits me. It's, it's what I bring to the table. Yes, the table, so to speak. Now, before we get to that, we have... Uh, one general housekeeping note. Oh. Yesterday, uh, we were not, in fact, in the middle of now. The more famous than L.A. earthquakes are the Oklahoma earthquakes. There was not one, per se, other than the pounding fists of young Nico on the table where the camera was. So, okay. apologize for any seasickness and also want to just assure everyone we're okay. Mark yourself safe. You're yes. fine. Yes. <laughs> Oh, man. So ask me why I'm wearing a cooking dress. Yes, chef. Why do you have your your serious apron on? My serious apron. Because yesterday, which this is where the whole time paradox kicks in. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, as I'm speaking right now, was the 4th of May. Right now is the 5th. You'll see it on the 6th, so just know... Or sometime. Sometime. Maybe like a year from yeah. now somebody's watching Maybe. This. Yeah. That's a good point. That's terrifying. So anyway, yesterday I was visiting with someone on the phone and they mentioned that they'd been recently traveling the path of making salsa. Mm, yeah. And they had asked a few questions because... Not to brag on myself, but uh, I like to eat salsa. <laughs> <laughs> this person knew that I like to cook, and I'm not afraid to risk ruining a whole dish by experimenting. Right, right. And so they were asking, they, they'd been unable to get a hold of hot peppers in the style that they were familiar with, wanted to know what other types of peppers they might use. We had a whole conversation at the end of it. All I could think about was salsa. That's right. Didn't have time to get to the store quickly enough to get ingredients to put that together, one for our consumption, two for sharing, in time for what would have been viewed by you the initial time on Cinco de Mayo, Cinco which de is Mayo. such a wonderful time to have salsa. Yes. And why we're having it tonight. That's why we're having it tonight. We're actually getting to have it for the celebration, although... I mean, can you really only celebrate yeah. that one day of the of the summer? Well, first of all, the answer to that is no. It okay. can be you can celebrate Cinco de Mayo as long as you want, and 
truly salsa is such a great summertime thing to have going in your kitchen because a lot of people have gardens. A lot yes. of people grow their own tomatoes. What are you going to do with all these tomatoes? Even if you're not growing them, your neighbor is giving them to you, your mom, your mother-in-law. I have all these tomatoes. Come get some tomatoes. And salsa is such a great thing to do with it. And then the peppers are fresh either mm. at the farmer's market or at the store. If you've got a good store. If you've yeah. got a good store, you're getting good fresh peppers and all the stuff. And it's just, you know, what is more summer than chips and salsa, I ask you. Indeed. So we went to the store. We, I say we because there were multiple people in the car, only one who went inside, which was me, responsibly mm -hmm. wearing my COVID mask and desperately attempting to still honor the distancing rule. Although it seems now, because we are on like uh, probation from COVID prison, so it means we can mingle, but you got to follow rules, right? Supposed to. And apparently there's a lot of people that think, oh, I've got a mask on. I can just get all up in your in your business here. Uh -huh. And I don't like that, man. And I nearly had to choke out two people. Hmm, two people, not just one. Not especially, just the reflection. Especially <laughs> one and not just the reflection of myself. <laughs> I feel bad for that guy. He's so poor built. I didn't want to mess with him again. It's like, you got it rough enough, man. Have your way with the tomatoes. <laughs> so these are uh, roughly, I'm going to, I'm going to walk you through the process. Hopefully okay. the, the editor can do a decent job of getting some of the video overlaid right. throughout this for those of you who are watching yes. rather than just listening. And I would encourage you to watch. This is a good one to watch. If you enjoy a food prep video, if for some of you, like myself, a good food prep video is very ASMR tingle creating. Mm -hmm. I encourage you to watch the actual video of this one. Now, I was a videographer. The video is probably going to be terrible, but... Between your videographic skills yeah. and my editing, I'm confident it'll be terrible, but <laughs> I don't know who we're competing against, so there. Okay. All right. Tell us okay. how it goes. All right. Tomatoes. Fresh tomatoes. I like Roma tomatoes for the fresh produce portion of that. Yes. Um, I feel like they are more flavorful if, if there's good fresh ones in stock. Yeah. And so went with Roma tomatoes. Um, I do rough, just usually just have them uh, at first and then just get aggressive and get all the seeds out of there under a running sink. And then we'll go in and very roughly dice those. Mm -hmm. um, I would say, you know, salsa is a pretty broad definition of every, everybody can bring something different and still call oh, it salsa. Sure. Yeah. We prefer something that's just almost more the consistency of pico de gallo. Right. Um, and it's, it's would lean two thirds that direction and one third towards a more liquidy salsa. I mean, you say that, and that is true. That's what we like. I do think that pico de gallo is different consistency and texture in different parts of the country. Oh, maybe so. So I would just say we are more of the chunky. There's very, there's mm -hmm. very little juicy. There's some juice, there's but some. there's no soup. Right. It's not like this is... Yeah, it's not soup. I don't know what else to call it. Well, and I think some people may be more used to like a picante style, which okay. is where it is very soupy, like so liquidy. But ours is 
only just it's the natural juices that have come from the tomatoes usually and right. some lemon and lime juice, which is spoiler. Right. Sorry, we'll uh, get there great. in a minute. Thanks. End of episode. <laughs> <laughs> but it's super chunky. You'll see on the video, but if you're listening, just know that's what we're talking about. Yes. So ingredient two would be peppers. You can go a lot of directions with that if you want hot or whatever whatever your preference is. Yeah. Uh, peppers, each one has kind of their own unique flavor. We usually include a bell pepper of mm -hmm. some color. Yep. And I kind of like the colored ones because it makes it pretty. Yeah, it is pretty. In fact, when you put those tomatoes in there and you used a yellow bell pepper, do you know what colors you created? Um, I feel like it was a female fraternity. It was. Good old Kayo. Kayo Mega. Whenever... And Red it is actually a female fraternity. Look it up. I'm not wrong. He's not wrong. It's a women's fraternity. It's the largest in the nation. Founded on April 5th, 1895. <clears throat> I was a pledge educator at one time. I was Kyle Mega Man. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you are looking at our chapters, Kyle Mega Man. That would have been, what, 1997? Whatever year, there were no other candidates. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> you had a plaque and everything. Yeah. Yep. Right. I sometimes cuddle with that in bed at night and I hold the plaque and I rock back and forth and <laughs> wish I'd done something better with my life. That was your peak. I peaked. <laughs> Whenever I see red and yellow, I'm so obnoxious and I'm sure to point out Kyo colors. So anyway, it does make for a pretty yeah. salsa, whatever color you choose your bell pepper to be. So we, <clears throat> excuse me, same, very rough, chopped de-sedum. You pull just with your fingers, pull the pulp portions out if you have that inside of the pepper. Um, rough chop, throw that in. And then a, we also went with a hatch pepper in this batch, which is similar. If you're not, if you don't know what those are, they are similar to an Anaheim, at least in shape. They're a lighter green. There's a little different flavor. These are New Mexico famous. Yes. And if you can get fresh ones, they're they're incredible. You can do anything in the world with them, and it's good. You can roast them, and they're delicious. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and I'm reading notes again. I'm not staring at my own crotch in the video. Um, yeah. Rough chop, dump those in, and then onion. And we I don't know if we got a good shot of this or not. There's a smart way, I think, to buy onions dependent upon the meal that okay. you're going to be having or the dish that you'll be making. All right. And you need to decide if you want the harshness of onion flavor or sweetness of onion flavor. Mm -hmm. And when you go to, sometimes you're stuck by what's available at the store, obviously. Sure. When you go to look at what's available, if the onion is perfectly round or long ways vertically oval, then the more... Oval, it gets vertically, the harsher and harsher the onion flavor is going to come, become. So when you so when you say vertical, you're talking about there's like two sort of, there's like a North Pole and a South Pole. The two nubbins. nubbins. <laughs> They're nubbins. That's the technical term, yes. nubbins. Sorry, I didn't. What an earthquake, Megan kicked the table. Kicked the table. I'm so yeah, if it's, if it's oblong that way, that's going to be sharper. If you yeah. want sweeter, you want... It looks like you want it to look like it got squashed. Yeah. And so it's very oval horizontally mm -hmm. in that fashion. Okay. Uh, and that's what we went with the best we could find there. Again, rough chop that. Um, and then the surprise. And so, so just to recap here, we had tomato, we had pepper, we had 
onion. What did I skip? Did I skip anything? No. Tomato, pepper, onion. Okay. Well, you did because you did a hatch pepper too. Yeah, yeah. But that's still just a pepper. Oh. Um, great. I just ruined the whole titling for this because it's different than I thought. Anyway, um, the, the surprise ingredient for this batch, which was a complete gamble, didn't know, risk ruining the whole batch, we used Granny Smith apples. You did. And it's delish. Well, way to jump ahead. Okay. Um, okay. You rough chop those. Again, you just, you want this chunky mass uh, of goodness in there. Um, and then to finish that, oh, and, and we ended up using one apple and not two. I kind of judge all measurements as I go. Yeah. I'm not a good recipe giver in that fashion. Wait, you're trying to skip ahead. I need to point out that you are one of the few people that I know who literally has a Granny Smith. I do. You have a grandmother, your paternal grandmother. She's 104. She's 104. Let that sink in. She has gone by Granny her whole entire grandmotherly years. And her maiden name, not married, but her maiden name was Smith. This is correct. Yeah, we Granny Smith. She tastes nothing like an apple. <laughs> and she's not sour. She's a very sweet woman. She is so. very sweet. Okay. Um... Granny Smith apples. Used one of them. You could peel them if you want. You don't have to. I didn't. Uh, you do want to get the seeds out. Mm -hmm. You don't want to grow an apple tree in your belly. Is that true? Let's, I don't think you want it. to. I don't think you want to. I'm going to double check um, snips. The fifth ingredient, which may sound like a repeat of the fourth, is not. I added a can of Meyer Glen diced tomatoes. And there's a reason. There's two reasons. One is because... I fatigue with dicing tomatoes. <laughs> yes. But two, Meyer Glen and Roma tomatoes have different flavor profiles. Okay. And I wanted to experiment with that. That was a new thing. So we did that. We finished up with garlic, coarse sea salt, lime juice, lemon juice, mixed that all together, had several samplings. And at this point, it really is whoever's making it, you need to decide, does it need more salt? Does it need more garlic? Do you want some pepper in there? Do you want to add cumin? Do you want to add fresh uh, uh, cilantro if you're not a cilantro gagger? These are the other things. But that's where we landed, and we did re readjust with some additional lime and salt. Mm -hmm. um, it looks pretty. It's gorgeous. And so far, everyone, maybe just because they're hungry and used to quarantine food, but they've said, <laughs> this is good. It's delicious. It really is. And I didn't even put it all together until you were making it. This is perfect for the Cinco de Mayo. So Indeed. it worked out right. Now, I would like for you all to um, pause and have a moment of gratitude, especially those of you who are watching on video, that we decided not to try our hand at being mukbang YouTubers. Yes. I was like, should we eat some of this on camera so people can see it? And then Kyle was like, do you want to eat salsa on right. camera? <laughs> Said, well, maybe not. I but visions of accidentally teabagging the bowl with my beard. <laughs> Plus, it's not a good salsa is tricky for you anyway because you get the little salsa juice mm -hmm. and the dribbling through the you know, beard. I've and... got a, I've got it's surgical to try to eat it. Yeah. Well, AJ's a big fan. There's one particular YouTuber who does the. Bang videos, mukbang, however you say it. And it's where the, there's this like setup of food right in front of the camera. And she tells true crime stories and other stories while she's eating this food. And um, 
I don't know. It's a whole thing on YouTube, you guys. It's, I don't like to, I cannot, yeah. the sound of people eating, the fact that I can eat family meals with my family is an actual miracle because the sound of people eating destroys me on the inside. I cannot imagine purposefully wanting to watch someone eat, but it's a whole thing on YouTube, but we decided not to do it. It's a wacky world. We are having our Topo Jimbos as well. Topo Jimbos. Yes. You want to explain what a Topo Jimbo is? It's really fancy. It's rut gut, uh, <laughs> Topo Chico, lime juice, and the cheapest whiskey you can find, Jim which Beam. is honestly Jim Beam most of the time. That's what we call it. The, that's where the Jimbo comes That's where the in. Jimbo comes in. Yeah. So that That's the completion of your... Cinco de Mayo feast. That's right. All right. Thank you for teaching us a little bit about salsa today. My pleasure. I can't wait to go get that bag of chips and dig in. Go for it. All right. Bye. Bye -bye. From an article providing guidance on how to dance the salsa, here are some pointers. One, you can't fake it. Two, no inappropriate touching. Three, don't get drunk. These rules may not apply to eating salsa, at least not how we eat salsa.